This is SAFM Sport with Tabiso Musia. And uh, boxing trainer Alan Tawil Jr. joins us on the line now. Uh, we did mention last week that they were appealing the decision after Lusanda Komani City thrown the champion Chifua Munyai, and he's here to give us the latest. Alan, good evening. Thanks for taking our call on SAFM. Good evening, Tabisa. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Alan. You did confirm that you've appealed. Has there been any updates, firstly, on that appeal? No, not as yet. We put it through on the 20th of September. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it'll take, that's it, 21 working days. Okay. To be dealt with, so I'm still waiting. I actually followed through today, but I'm still waiting for a response. Mm. It, it was a contentious decision. I mean, we've mentioned it, um, Alan, there. Why, why do you feel that you've got a good chance, or why did you see the need to appeal? Well, you know, I've watched the fight for quite uh, so many times now, you know, and the more I watch it, the more I see Chifri Munya as the champion. Yeah. I was not only convinced on the day of the fight, but thereafter, simply because if I, if I look through the fight very carefully, I look at the, you know, many people said maybe the first four rounds Chifri gave it away. And I studied the first round, and there's no way Chifri lost the first round. I know he started off a bit slow, but there's no way he lost the first round. I went back, okay, the second and third round, maybe to give it to Komanisi. Going into the fourth round again, I thought Chifiwe won that round. Then he had the knockdown. Some people say it wasn't a knockdown, but that, the referee counted it as a knockdown. And if it wasn't a knockdown, then at least Chifiwe was winning that round. Then I look at the other side where Chifiwe, where Komanisi was warned on numerous occasions for pushing him down. He was, a point wasn't mm-hmm. taken away. So if a knockdown wasn't given to Chifiwe, then at least a point, uh, uh, that position where he was fouled on many occasions, a point wasn't given to him for that. You with me? A point wasn't deducted mm, from mm, Komenisi. Mm. And then as the fight grew on, the last 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, those rounds, Komenisi was in trouble. Uh, he was he holding like he told us. He was holding, he was running. In actual fact, the last round he was running away from him. He was hurt. So... I had to feel at least two to three points ahead in that fight. After that fight, I had spoken to numerous um, boxing purists who informed me that they had to feel a, a point or two ahead, you know. So I was approached by many people. And um, the way to, I think what happened is sometimes you see when Chifiwe, when Komenisi throws through punches at Chifiwe, a lot of those punches were on Chifiwe's arms. He would turn his shoulder, roll the shoulder, turn his head. And maybe from a judge's point of view, those, those were punches that did count. But I, I don't think we look at defense when we're judging a, a, a fight. I think that goes amiss, unfortunately, you know? Mm. So I, in my opinion, the cleaner blows uh, were landed by Munyai. He, he, he started off a very clever we're not, we weren't going to rush into Komenisi because Komenisi is a dangerous puncher. That was part of our plan. Was that the reason for the slow start that people that, yeah. that people are talking about? Exactly. We started off slow because we knew Komenisi. I mean, it's only logical. Why go into a slugfest with a punch like Komenisi? You know? But even though we went in slow, look at that first round again and see who took that first round. Look at that fourth round again and see it again. You know? So that was the reason. That was a part of our plan. And... As the fight progressed, Chifiwe got stronger and stronger, landing the more teller blows. In actual fact, Chifiwe, on numerous occasions, I asked him, did he hurt you? Not at all. Mm. He never felt anything. He, could felt, he, never, he never got hurt. He never got tagged. 
Even mm. the one instance where he got caught and he, he fell onto the ropes, it was on his arm going back, you know? Mm. So taking that all into account, he, he, the, the whole ring generalship, um, uh, the, the, the accuracy of punches, and the, specifically the last couple of rounds, Chifiwe ended up as a champion. He started off as a champion, I say ended up as a champion. So in my opinion, and a lot of people's opinions, he's still the current SA lightweight champion. That's why we are, are put in the actual appeal. So you must have been shocked then by the one judge scoring it. I think it was 117-110. I can't get... that. That's in my mind all the time. That 117-110, I cannot understand what was happening there. In my, you know, I got such a shock because I'm thinking to myself, what is this? Was that score given before the fight was already started? What was going on? I was totally surprised, you know? Um, and I'm still shocked today because it's in my mind all the time walking around, 117, 110. I can never forget that. Yeah, no, it um, definitely was, wasn't that kind of a, of, of a fight no, for all of us. not at all. All of us who saw it. So, so yeah. what, do you, what do you hope the, the appeal achieves then? What would you like to get um, out of this appeal, um, Alan? You know, the first thing, I just want fairness and transparency. It's as simple as that. Fairness in the game of boxing, you know? Look, they can't reverse the decision. Obviously not. That's how the rules are. Then, obviously, if we if if we successful with the appeal, then a rematch. Uh, and um, uh, that's what we're looking at, you know. Okay. And and how um, is how has Chifiwa taken it? Because we saw it was very emotional after the fight. Even stormed out of the ring. He couldn't believe it. Actually, how is he now? Well, straight after the fight, obviously, like you said, he, he was very emotional. It was very heartbreaking. Mm. Um, to be so, it's really easy. This game is a tough game, you know, and it's you put a lot of work in it. That's why it was a shock to us when, we, when they were reading those scores. I, we thought straight away we won by unanimous, you know, it was the, that's how great that's how we believe it was. That's why TV to feel from shock fell to the floor, but now he's he's, he's, he's he's accepted it and he wants to have a rematch with this guy. He wants to have a rematch with Komanisi, you know, and um, he's on track again. All on track again. We're just waiting for the appeal and we want that rematch. He wants a million Komanisi for the rematch. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of money. A million men. Okay. I, 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 I just okay. heard this now. Yo, okay. It's a bit of a shock. I don't know what to say. I'm lost for words. Okay. You know? oh, great, yeah. Alan. Thanks for being uh, able to speak to us. While we have you on the line, what did you make of Jeff Makagane's win uh, against Asana King? He also he took the title from Asana King. I know they were also not happy. I'm not sure if they went through with their appeal, but what did you make of that fight? Hey, Jeff Makagane put on his best performance that, that, that afternoon. We rocked the whole of the Eastern Cape that afternoon. <laughs> because no one thought we would win. <laughs> He was a way outsider, you know, because yeah. he's been in the game. He's been with me for seven years, and, you know, he's an up-and-down performer, you know. But for that fight, he really put everything into uh, training. And we, uh, it was a very good win. He fought a very good dist- at a good distance. He kept him at bay, landed effective punches, used his jabs, jabs effectively, and he controlled the fight so nicely, you know. And um, he was at stages there where I thought, you know, Jeff, you had to put a bit more pressure. He could have taken him out, but... He fought the right controlled fight to win the SA um, featherweight title. And, and just on that note, why, why is he an up-and-down fighter? Because there's no doubt about his talent, but there was a time when I think he lost three in a row. But on his day, Jeff Makagane is an exceptional boxer. So I, look, Jeff's been with me from day one, from his first pro fight. And it's a lack of discipline, unfortunately. You know, he had, He's a bit of a party guy, 
And it's, it's been a struggle training, Jeff. But lo and behold, uh, we stuck, I stuck loyal to him and he stuck loyal to me, you know. And um, we got through it. And 18 months ago, I had a good talk with him to say to him, look, we've got to get to that next level. Otherwise, your career is going to come to an end, you know. And after the, before the Maduna fight, he fought in Maduna in, in Kajirin, I think a year ago. Yes. He lost in a split decision. We thought we, we won that fight, but be that as it may. After that fight, we had a good chat with him and said, look, you've got to put your socks up. Stop all your focus on your life. It's your career. This is what puts food on the table. You have got so much talent. You can go to that next level without a doubt, you know. Mm. And slowly but surely, the Jeff that came to train in the gym over the last 18 months is a different Jeff over the previous five years. He came with more determination. I think he's on that track. So the, the, the bad has gone up and the good is there. You never, it's never too late to transform your life. And I think Jeff's on that, on that transition. He's on that road. Wonderful. Thanks, Alan, for speaking to okay, us. Keep us posted then if, when you do get the outcome of that appeal. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. That's a boxing trainer there, Alan Tawil a Jr. from the legendary family, of course, a boxing family there, the Tawils. We'll take a break and we'll come back and wrap up and go over to the UK to find out if Connor Ben and Chris Eubank Jr. is happening. Remember, they, uh, they, they, their dads used to fight. I remember the one fight that ended in a draw. I think they could have fought more than once. Uh, Chris Eubank Sr. and Nigel Benn. Well, yeah, we'll check that. I think they fought more than once. But I remember one of them was what ended in a draw. This is SAFM Sport. Okay, by the way, if you're interested in the football, it's still goalless between Kaiser Chiefs and Swallows. They kicked off at 7.30. Swallows was selling tickets for 100 rand. And it looks like nobody bought those tickets from the pictures that I can see here. It doesn't look like it's the crowd that they expected at Dobsonville because I think if 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 I if I remember correctly, the chairman was quoted somewhere of Swallows as saying that he expects a big crowd since they're playing Kaiser Chiefs. So that's why he's hacking the tickets up to a hundred rand, guys, from forty rand. From 40 rand, not even 100% increase. That's more than 100% increase. Surely now we need regulations because people are getting carried away now. And you know, Solos have financial problems and financial troubles and there's a financial crisis there, but you can't milk the fans then if you want to make your money back. This is this is milking the fans, guys. This is a league encounter and you want to charge people 100 rand. Where are these teams on the log? Uh, I'm going to check where these teams are on the log. And you want to charge people 100 rand to come and watch Swallows that are 15th on the log. And Kaiser Chiefs, okay, in the top eight. I don't think it's fair on the people there. Okay, um, while we're just trying to connect to the UK to find out if, if Connor Ben and Chris Eubank Jr. is happening, let's play some voice notes here. So, you know, the future of boxing is very bright. You know, with people like Kaspar Novest, all these celebrities coming into the party, you know, this is reviving boxing. You know, a lot of young kids look up to these guys. They look up to, you know, Casper and all these other guys. They look up to them, you know, knack music, you know, pretty ugly. There's a lot of young guys who look up to these guys and they are doing a great job. And Casper, you must keep it up. And just to recognize, you know, to recognize you, Mr. Tabiso, look at me now. That is very good. You know, this, this, these guys, they are doing very great. And I support it, I support it. To Kaspar Walisandawana, yes, a shout out to you from Fred the Truck Driver. Well done. Hey, Tabitha. <laughs> so can you tell me, 
when it comes to this fight of Avocast Panyoves because uh, they, are, they were not promoted to fight on the higher stage. So if you got money, you can organize a fight for yourself without having that license to fight, uh, to be a boxer or like that. I need to know. This is admirable. Good evening, Tabiso. Uh, good evening, Tabiso. It's Sindicela speaking here in Brangle Bay, Cape Town. Yeah, hip hop uh, singers, they're starting to to entertain us. Amara Special in boxing. I would like to see Casper Nyovez challenging Big Zulu. Yeah, but although I, I think maybe they are wait. Not the, the I think Big Zulu is is more weight is having more weight than Casper. But I would like to see I will I will be happy to see Casper uh, and Big Zulu in the ring. Although I see I hear Casper is challenging uh, a, a AKA. Yeah, but I will be happy to see uh, the Northwest guy and also the KZN guy on the ring. Then I think we will be happy. Thanks a lot. Okay, thanks for those. Um, if 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 you hear in that interview that I do I did with him after the fight, um, Kaspanyovas does say actually he would like to challenge Big Zulu, even though he thinks that will be his biggest challenge. But if Big Zulu agrees, he will be keen on that fight. But his main one that he wants is AKA. Doesn't mean he won't take anybody else, but he clearly has a point to prove with AKA, and that's why that's the main fight that they want. And 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 um, some think that this is building up to that. You know, you know, box. It's also a game sometimes, and it's building up and building up and creating enough hype until they get that mega million rand deal, and then they can fight together. But yeah, he is keen on fighting Big Zulu, even though I think Big Zulu is bigger, of course. Kasper did say to us when we spoke to him on the show that he lost 20 kilograms for this fight, even though he came out still bigger than pretty ugly, I think by 20. Um, he still said that he lost 20 for this fight. He came, he said he was 117. So if you are 117 and you come down by 20, what are you? Because I never stayed in class in school. I was always on the sporting field. It must be, what is it, Phineas? 117 minus 20, 97. Must be 97, so he was 97 for this fight, Kaspar Nuvest. And as far as the license is concerned, remember they're not professional boxers. They don't call themselves professional boxers. Um, so maybe that's why then they, they won't need a license like the pro boxers. But I can tell you that it is regulated by Boxing South Africa. We saw the Boxing SA guys, the medical teams, Fox and, 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 and his teams there, they were all there. So they still need to be tested and be given the green light by Boxing South Africa. So they go through all the brain scans, all the, the, the physical test all the health test also uh, to see if there's no illnesses on or, or anything like that before they are approved to fight so that happens before this celeb city fight so yeah let's see what will come out next unfortunately we can't connect to the uk and i was waiting for somebody to tell me how many times chris eubank and nigel ben fought because i remember the draw for some reason uh, but their sons were supposed to fight this weekend, Connor Ben and Chris Eubank, and they're different weight divisions, actually. So that's why they were going to fight at catchweight. And I know that um, Chris Eubank Sr. wanted the fight to be cancelled because he was concerned about the weight limit, which is basically lower than what his son uh, usually fights at. And he wasn't happy with that, and he wanted the fight uh, to be called off. Uh, but it looked like the fight was set to go ahead until until Connor Ben 
failed the drugs test. He failed the drugs test. I remember he had failed one last month and I think he had asked for a B sample and I think that's what came out here. The B sample was also positive. So then Eddie Hen, the promoter, said the fight will go ahead. But I do see now some... Re- I mean, and then, and then the boxing board in Britain said, no, the fight can't go ahead because it's not in the best interest of the sport if he's failed the drugs test. And then I see some reports now are saying the fight will still go ahead. So I'm not sure what's happening. Maybe we'll get clarity over the next few hours about that to see if this a rivalry between these families clearly it's a rivalry between the bands and the Eubanks will continue so let's wait and see but disappointment that Connor Ben has failed a drug test there because it was highly anticipated this fight and that's why they were even willing to fight at catch weight okay we're gonna have to leave it we're gonna have to leave it here as long as it's already prancing up and down here I'm ready to take over his show